Hello and welcome to the 112th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles, vocabulary, phrasal verbs, speaking, pronunciation, expressions, and listening comprehension because all you have to do is listen to my podcasts two or three times and you will realize that you are gaining fluency, you are gaining more vocabulary, your listening skills are getting better. And remember, I always say that you can improve your speaking skills by imitating me. Seriously, try it. Imitate me. Imitate me. Are you in your car? Imitate me. Are you at home? Imitate me. That is how you are going to improve your speaking as well using this podcast. So today I want to talk about Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. He was a tremendous coach for the Chicago Bulls. And if you follow the NBA, the NBA, every time I mention letters, I think about your letters. I think about how well you can identify letters. There is always a small part within my podcasts that talk about letters because in 30 years of teaching English, more or less, I am a little disappointed and how difficult it is for some people to really nail down their letters, to nail down, to nail something down. We can divide that phrasal verb as well. To nail something down is to really consolidate something. You need to nail down your letters. If you nail your letters down, or if you nail down your letters, it means that you have consolidated them into your brain. You know them. You don't have to think twice about whether or not it's the E or the I or the J or the G or the Y or the K. It needs to come quickly. So try to really nail down your letters. Okay, so the NBA. Yeah, Phil Jackson. He was the coach of the Chicago Bulls while I was living in Chicago in the 1990s. Every game back in the 1990s was amazing. It didn't matter when you watched the Bulls. It was always amazing. Phil Jackson led the Bulls to six NBA championships. Please repeat, Phil Jackson led the Bulls to six NBA championships. He led the Bulls. Remember, led is the past tense of which verb? Lead. How do you spell lead? L-E-D. LED. Okay, so Phil Jackson led the Bulls to six NBA championships while he was their coach. He coached the Bulls from 1989 to 1998. Please repeat. He coached the Bulls. He coached. Remember, it sounds like a T in the past. He coached the Bulls from 1989 to 1998. And of course, Phil Jackson was a great coach. He was an incredible coach. But so were his players. His players were incredible. Please repeat, he was incredible and so were his players. He was incredible and so were his players. It's like saying he was incredible and his players were too, but you can say he was incredible and so were his players. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, B.J. Armstrong, uh, Horace Grant, Scott Williams, John Paxson, Stacey King, Dennis Rodman, Luke Longley, Tony Kukoc, Steve Kerr. Ron Harper, did I mention him? I can't remember, but they were amazing. 
So on any given night, I would come home from work or I would get home from work. I would, I would, I would. Remember, I'm using the auxiliary verb would because I'm indicating repetition in the past. We can use this auxiliary verb would to create this feeling of habit in the past. So I would get home, I would turn on the TV, I would watch the bulls. It's not conditional here, remember. We are not using the word would as a conditional component. We are using it to indicate repetition, things that we did in the past over and over and over and over and over. So I would get home, I would turn on the TV, I would watch the Bulls, and it was absolutely amazing. I was treated to the greatest basketball in the world. I was treated. I was treated to the best basketball in the world. Treat. Remember the word treat. A treat is a pleasure. A treat is a reward. It's that little thing that you get sometimes for doing something well. It's usually a pleasure or a reward, a treat. If you are treated to something, you have this good luck of witnessing something. I was treated to a wonderful concert last night. I was treated to an incredible basketball game over and over and over back in the 1990s. What a team. The Bulls were amazing back in those days. But it was Phil Jackson who was the person, the glue, that bound the team together. Please repeat, he was the glue that bound the team together. What's the verb there? Again, I will repeat the sentence. He was the glue that bound the team together. What's the verb? Bind, the verb to bind. Bind, bound, bound. To bind is to stick together. So yeah, Phil Jackson, he was the glue that bound the team together. But really, I think his secret was common sense. And the common sense here has to do with the starting lineup. What is a starting lineup? A starting lineup is the list of players who are playing when a game begins. The starting lineup, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the starting lineup. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Okay, so the starting lineup are the players who are playing a game when the game begins. Now, why was Phil Jackson a genius? Because he would make key substitutes. Of course, he began the game with the starting lineup, but then he would make key substitutes. He would remove a starting player and put in a substitute, but not only when the Bulls were winning by a large margin, when they were losing. This is genius, right? There's no better way to demonstrate to your bench players your second string players, that you can count on them. Bench players. What's a bench player? A bench player is a player who is not on the team's starting lineup. He's a substitute. He or she is a substitute. A bench player is a substitute player. So Phil Jackson was such a great coach because he counted on these bench players and he put them in the game when the Bulls were losing and it worked all the time because every player on the team knew that he had to be ready to play at any time. They call Phil Jackson the Zen master. And if you would like to read a wonderful book written by Phil Jackson, I recommend a book called Sacred Hoops. He wrote the book in 1995. Sacred Hoops. Hoops. What's a hoop? And how do you spell it? Well, a hoop is a circular figure, like a basketball hoop. The basketball goes through the hoop. How do you spell hoop? H-O-O-P. 
So he wrote this book called Sacred Hoops in 1995, and it talks about, or he talks about, his philosophy. The philosophy that he uses in coaching basketball and really what his philosophy is in life. I think it's a very philosophical book, but again, a lot of this has to do with common sense. Recently, I was doing some market research with a client, and we were talking about this concept of common sense and how important it is to get everybody involved on a team, just like Phil Jackson did. We were talking about the field of telecommunications, and my client told me that he doesn't understand this imbalance that exists in providing psychological support in the world of business like it does exist in the world of sports. Don't you agree? You know, in the world of elite sports primarily, there is this high level of psychological support that many times doesn't exist in the world of business. So anyway, I think it's really fascinating how Phil Jackson became known as the Zen master because of this philosophy that he used while coaching the Chicago Bulls and, of course, while coaching the Los Angeles Lakers. But it really has to do with getting everybody involved, giving everybody an opportunity, and making sure that everybody feels that they can be counted on. Get everyone involved. That's all for the 112th episode of Crosby's Nine. Please go back and listen to this podcast, imitate me, and even perhaps more importantly, take the new vocabulary that you have learned in this podcast and start using it, incorporate it in your day-to-day English. All right, once again, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.